Welcome, welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. Now, let's turn to our next topic and guests of today. In the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to be hearing about a brand new platform called Neo Transformation Coaching, uh, which is an empowerment and also life coaching uh, platform. And I'm really, really delighted to be joined by uh, the two founders of the program, Betty Grissoni, along with Abby Lee. Welcome to the program and thank you so much for being with us, Abby and Betty. Good morning. Good morning, Noreen. How are you? Yes, it's. Uh, I'm very well, thank you. We've known each other a while. Like over a decade, <laughs> yes. And it's amazing. We are live, by the way. Uh, Betty and Abby are here in the studio, which means we're live this morning on Facebook. I'd absolutely love for our listeners to join us there. Uh, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. It's like seeing um, an old friend, old friends again. Um, and, and Betty and Abby, you both look great. And I was saying in the lobby just now, it's, it's not about, sometimes I feel like when I comment on the way somebody looks, it's superficial. But I think the reason you look great is also because something feels a bit different. And we were just saying how we last saw each other in 2018 in the Admiralty studio. Um, and <laughs> this is before the pandemic. You, you look different. You're starting a new platform. You're starting this coaching business. Let's start from the beginning. Uh, Maybe Betty, I'll go to you first. Okay, sure. Um, I think it's, um, I mean, um, new transformation coaching is is our new baby. I mean, I think uh, we haven't had any um, live babies, but um, I think we have, Abby and I have actually come up with a few babies in our life. A lot but of this fur is our, babies too. A lot of fur yes. babies too. Um, so this is something that we have actually, um, we just created. I mean, we, we launched it on the 6th of June which uh, it was a very wet day, but apparently it's a very auspicious day. And it is, as you said, it is a, um, a life coaching. I like to, to use the word empowerment. Um, and it is, I think, a little bit of a combination of everything that Abby and I have learned and experienced and the challenges and the joy that we have actually had in our lives and now in our <clears throat> 50s <laughs> we uh, a lot of people have actually come up to us and said oh you guys can you help us can you help me can you help our organization can you help my my daughter can you help people around me and I've always said oh okay we can have conversations but I am we're not trained for this we cannot you know how to start and um, I think it was uh, around the like the, the, the pandemic I actually really uh, trained myself so I trained myself to be um, affiliate I'm a coach um, so now I know I know how to do this professionally I have been trained um, so I'm certified and um, yeah I'm now ready to to help people who feel I feel like they might uh, they might uh, need a little change that they, they they might feel a little stuck and this is people and this is as well as organizations so yeah um it is about um embracing changes and just see if you can set new goals for your life and I think Abby and I have done this through our lives I mean I think I have done it maybe more um uh, perf- personally and then I think Abby has been done done more on the LGBTQ um, community side but I think together we can bring something something different Um, there's quite a few coaches around um, but I think we are we're different Uh, we're different because our personality I think is a little different and also her story 
Yeah, well, we'll get to your transformation story in, in, in a bit. Um, Abby, it's always great to, to see you. Uh, you're always sort of behind the scenes, so it's really <laughs> nice uh, to be able to interview you. Uh, what sorts of um, uh, coaching is available? Because I think there's a lot of uh, barriers and challenges that the LGBTQI community face. Mm-hmm. So what sorts of things are you able to sort of help them with? Um, yeah, so Betty will be the main coach. So I'll bring. I'll still be a lot more on the behind the scenes. So I'll be doing a lot more like on the uh, business development, the sales, uh, marketing side of things. Uh, you know, that's where my forte are, you know, is. And also, uh, in, in terms of your question, uh, yeah, because, you know, we, we've been involved in our LGBTQ plus community for so many years. I think most of our lives here in Hong Kong, we have done a lot of, uh, initiatives Over and support. Like two decades. <laughs> yes. I don't want to, <laughs> that's Hong experience Kong. right yes, there. Yes. 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 So, um, and, and also, you know, apart from people who, who, who may need some more motivation or, or empowering or achieving goals, um, uh, you know, coaching along the way. But we also realized that, um, you know, among LGBTQ plus community, uh, sometimes part of their barriers or blockage in terms of achieving their goal is because of um, their sexual orientation and, um, you know, identity um, issue. You know, some of, a lot of them might not have come out and they're not so confident or sure about themselves and therefore along the way uh, they could have lost you know um, their you know their, their dreams Itself, their goal yeah. themselves and um, and it also has um, caused a lot of uh, obviously mental issues as well mental wealth health not well mental health and wellness um, has impacted them right I mean uh, as a personal growth, for them personally as well as professionally so this is where you know we we come in together as a team and hopefully we can um you know help help these yeah. people i, I, I can just, imagine you know not living your life authentically and having to constantly hide who you yes. are to your family and to your friends or even in the workplace mm, yeah. yeah i just wanted to say that um neo transformation coaching is not about only helping people from the lgbtq mm-hmm. um community we are open to anybody from you know any background um, but just this month especially um, because it's uh, what we call the pride um, pride months and we just wanted to make it extra available for members of our community who might be struggling uh, with a little bit and th- I really like the, to use the word being stuck I think a lot of people might feel for what do I do what should I do uh, you know what can I do um, so we have a, a, this little program that we we are, we are, we're just kind of Come out. So I just wanted to make sure that we're not only talking to the LGBTQ community. Um, we just want to be embracing everybody. But this yeah. month we have something special. Yeah, and I think your own personal story, Betty, features uh, highly in this. Um, I, I was saying just before we started, you know, I hope you won't get bored by, by sharing the story because I think some of our listeners who may not have heard it or, or may not know uh, the Betty before. And I got to say, you know, the Betty that I've known for so many years, you've always been a confident woman. And I don't think um, your physical looks ever came into that. But when I actually read that you faced the the sort of mental barrier, the depression that you face. Gosh, I would have never known mm. that. And I, I think, think masking, the- masking is something that people do greatly. Um, and I would think sometimes women might do it even more because we, we say oh, we have to be strong. And maybe sometimes uh, there's a bit of a stigma in the region yes. about, about mental issues. 
discussions are coming up. I think uh, COVID kind of like pushed people to to discuss this kind of, of issues. And I think for me, it was like, oh, I had to push on, I had to push on until um, until my body said no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think my mind was uh, was I was I was struggling. I you know I struggled with with very deep depression. I mean it was I, I just couldn't even work at a certain stage. And it was it was I, I came I, I mean suicide was, a, was an option that came very very often to me um, to wow. to the point where I physically tried um, and. Yeah, people were surprised to know about this because um, masking was something. But imagine the energy you you use in masking a, a pain. Um, so my body physically decided that, well, if you're masking it one way, I'll come out another way. So I... I, I put on a lot of weight. I mean, my weight was, and I'm not, I'm not fat shaming. This is not, you know, some people might be very comfortable with, with who they, they are. And I, I'm, I'm extremely glad. Uh, I wish I were, but at the, for me, it was, I was, I was very big, but I also started to have issues, like physical issues. Um, I couldn't walk properly anymore. I couldn't. Because of the pressure on the joints. Yes, I was, and I was, I was in, I was in physical pain. So my mental pain was, I mean, my physical pain was kind of like, you know, a part of my mental pain. So it's just, uh, you know, very interesting how we, uh, and I, I would say that to everyone, uh, we are body and soul. Yes. Uh, sometimes we kind of tend to forget about our body or forget about our soul. So we are, we're tied together. So yeah, my body kind of gave me signs for me to kind of make some changes. Yeah, Betty, if you don't mind me asking, let, let's talk about the weight sure. then. Because when we saw you in 2018, mm. um, you, you look different. And how much weight have you lost since? So I've lost about 70 kilos, seven zero. Mm. That's remarkable. Mm. That is remarkable. Mm. Mm. So I've, I, I mean, this is something really I've, hard. I, yeah, yes. I, I think I... I mean, I have had discussion before and I had some time to discuss. I, I lost myself. I lost a part of the self that I, I just, you know, I mean, maybe it's a bit hard for some listening to, to hear and I don't want to, to trigger, but I lost a person. Like 70 kilos, like a 60, 70 kilos, like an average person. And so I might have actually lost the person that yeah. I didn't like. And so, yeah, yeah I guess. That's I mean, I could, spend, I could spend more time thinking about it, but I guess this is this is what happens. Yeah, mm. yeah, because mm. in the last five years, and you had to work really, really hard for it. And also, Abby, you know, yes. being a business partner, but being a you know a relationship partner yes. as well, did you sort of notice Betty's uh, mental health, the, the the decline of it? Yes, yes, I did, and um, that's that's where I, I decided uh, at that time five years ago to you know take a break from career from work because it's too much pressure from work and at the same time that year um, a lot of um, big LGBT things that we're organizing um, was happening as well I mean you know ping dot happening and then we were beating for gay games so it was like you know I, I can't handle too much of all that is together with um, taking care of my partner so I said okay well I mean I need a break so mm-hmm. I took a break and then um, see where life takes us and here we so are. So we, we made changes we've decided um, to make changes and sometimes it's scary and sometimes it's it's just you know it's a bit like what we are doing now it is scary but you know, we came through it. What sorts of changes did you make and how did you make those changes? Because I think sometimes a lot of our listeners will want to make change, but sometimes you just don't know how to affect uh, okay, those Okay, first of all, I mean, I'm just going to talk about maybe my health. Um, the first thing I did personally, and this is something, if someone comes to me and say, my goal, and 
uh, as a coach, I will not always accept, I mean, not, not only accept people that want to lose weight, but one of the things I, I did, and I think that helped me a lot, I actually went through a medical checkup. I just said to myself, okay, this is where I am now. I don't know where I am. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got a lot of weight. I don't even know how much I weigh. There was like, you know, and so I went through a very, very thorough checkup just to know I mean, just, just to know what the bench, but the, you yeah, know, levels and, and, of and cholesterol. Do I have a disease? Do I have a, you know, I mean, it was like, and I'm, I'm not talking about the small, you know, it's just very, very thorough. I had like MRI and all this oh, kind wow. of thing. It was actually quite thorough. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Check out. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that, yes, what are we dealing with? And this is something that I would say to anybody doing anything. So what do we deal with? Let's the, just put, baseline, yeah, let's yeah. just put things, you know, it, what is, is it about your career? Is it about your relationship? Is it, let's just put things, like just say what we have to deal with. So I went to that. It was, yeah, it was like two days or like, phew, it was actually just here next door <laughs> at the Baptista oh. clinic. So it was not, it wasn't, a, yeah, it wasn't a very pleasant experience. And uh, when you do this kind of thing, you come up with a big file and I had this, it was a lovely doctor. I mean, I, I cannot say it was not lovely. And yes, I had, uh, I mean, I touch wood. Um, I didn't have anything extremely dramatic. I didn't have to deal with a cancer or anything like that like could have. I just had cholesterol off the roof. Like it was almost diabetic. And um, I had this, this doctor saying, well, here we go, this, uh, this medication you have to take. And I was a little bit silly. I don't know if I, was, I just didn't know. I said, okay, so how do I have to take this medication for? And he told me, for life? This is it. So I was like, okay, I wasn't, I was just about to turn 50 at the time. And I was like, okay, now I have to take a medication for life. And so I said to him, so is there anything I can do? I mean, can I just try to change our lifestyle. I mean, cholesterol is a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm not extremely educated, you know, uh, medically, but I know that cholesterol is a lifestyle issue. So I said, can I change my lifestyle? And he, he said, and Abby was in the, I mean, Abby was mm. just been supporting. She was, he was in the office with me and she said, he said, um, there's nothing you can do. I mean, you, 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 you're 50, you're a menopausal lady. Um, there's nothing you can do. They don't try to lose weight. It's okay. I mean, I'll give you medication. You'll be fine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I and, and I cannot blame him. I, I can see. I mean, I was a very, very large lady. I was. But a, he should at least encourage you. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah and I, I, I just, know. I just came home and I was like, okay. Um, I don't want to curse on the radio, but yeah. yeah, you know, that came up and I cried. I cried. I was like, gee, I'm 50. That's it. And I was like, already was dealing with mental health issues. And I'm like, this is it, man. Yeah, that ha a choice has to be made. I mean, had to be made, and it was you know everybody has their rock bottom, but that was like, and I was like, okay, and then after that, I was like, okay, so this is what I'm dealing with, and somehow the clarity of knowing what I was dealing with was hard, but it was actually at least the monster was there. It was it was a clear monster, and I just. I just made some changes. I mean, when I say major changes, I changed everything about my life. Yeah, and but my Abby. <laughs> and did and you witness all that change as well, Abby? Were there days where you found it difficult to stick to your new routine because, or was it just sort of very clear? Did something sort of snap in you know in the mind? Abby to make says you... I'm very serious. Yeah, yeah she is. <laughs> Sometimes I was just really like jokingly, but she's got very serious. Are you are you sure? Really? I said, oh, no. Yeah. yeah, I just I think it's um for me it was like okay, I've made the change and I, I 
for me, I didn't set myself, I'm going to lose 70 kilo. It wasn't, it was never that. It was like, okay, let's just, let's be healthy. Let's just do it bite by bite by bite. And little bite by little bite by little bite. And then somehow I discovered that uh, it was, it was full pandemic at the time, yeah. full pandemic. Uh, gyms were closed. I mean, my, my sport was swimming. It was closed. It was like, so what do we do? Um, we couldn't travel. We couldn't do anything else. So I just started running. Running. <laughs> I know. That's remarkable. <laughs> that's really, really amazing. So yeah, the, uh, the yeah. Forrest Gump joke has been said to me more than once. Yes. <laughs> Keep running. Now, how important is it to have a supportive partner or supportive family? Because I, th- I think sometimes the barriers for people wanting to do something is that there isn't that environment. Yes, absolutely. I think I think I have to thank Abby and I have to thank my family. But I think even myself, a lot of people didn't realize how um, how serious I was, but I think for me it was the fact that my health was in in uh, in jeopardy. Not not my health, not only been dying because I think you know it was just I, I, I had to continue to be um, to functioning, and I was going to start saying I won't be able to function physically. Uh, I could mask mentally, but I couldn't function physically, and. Also, the fact that I was starting to have um, positive changes. Like when you start losing weight, you look a little different. You feel healthy. You feel healthier. For me, the issue wasn't the weight. The issue was my health. And I was starting to feel healthier. I could walk. And then, then my mental health was coming. It, it was. It was. I just didn't realize that my body and my mind were so linked. And then I realized, oh, okay, hang on. <laughs> Hang on, mm-hmm. and then when you have small little little joys of 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 of, of um, keeping up with your goal and actually reaching your goal, you're happier. And I, I remember it was actually an old Chinese uh, medical man. Not that I actually went to see a, a, a medical practitioner to lose weight, but I think over the years like I went to see someone. No, it was someone I don't know. I don't remember. But I think he said, "Simplify your life." greatest advice I had on my life simplify simplify it sometimes and you know we are very busy with family and children and 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 work and 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 off work and things you have to learn to it's, it's just basic and just learn to breathe just try to simplify things see if you can do what you're doing now but a little bit simpler and you'll be a little clearer. So I think that's, that's just uh, maybe the second advice I will give to people. First is just go for medical check. We should all go regularly. Uh, sometimes we forget here. And, and then second thing is just try to see if what you, whatever happens in your life, if you can make it a little simpler. I'm not saying just change everything. I know I'm dramatic. I know what I've done. And, I can, and I, I, yes, people say your motivation. Yes, maybe. And I don't want to deny this. Um, and I have to be happy about it, but you don't have to be extreme. I'm a little extreme. Now I run ultra marathons, yes. so I guess I'm a little extreme. Um, Abby and Betty, can you stay on a little bit after the news? I'd love to continue to hear about this journey. Uh, for our Facebook listeners, hold that thought. I uh, will continue uh, to broadcast, uh, but uh, we'll quickly go to the 11.30 news.
I'm Dr. Edmund Lam. Seniors, the COVID-19 virus still exists in the community. As the elderly are at higher risk, for the sake of your health, don't take it lightly. Scientific data shows that those with stable health can receive COVID-19 vaccines. Families of the elderly should take them to designated general outpatient clinics, elderly health centers, private clinics, or public hospitals as soon as possible to get COVID-19 jabs in time. The song is ended. As part of the celebrations of RTHK's 95th year, tune in Thursday afternoon at 10 past 1 for The Melody Lingers On, a vintage chart topper special from Studio One. But the melody lingers on. It's an extended version of the show on Dragon Boat Day with the VCT Hot Syncopators. The Melody Lingers On, a vintage chart topper special from Studio One, Thursday, 10 past 1 on Radio 3. Yeah. I've been waking up by 4 in the morning For no apparent reason And I can't go back to sleep, I'm ashamed that I ain't done the things I haven't done yet All these years and wasted seasons Oh And I hated the way I looked But I went out anyway And I met you at the bar And you held me in your arms And you said, baby, don't look so worried Don't be in such a hurry Cause we all know where we're going There's a place out there Fit for kings and queens and the sun shines beautifully In the springtime we'll all own our little bees We'll get there eventually The graveyard Place the monsters under my bed With all these monsters up in my head And I've been thinking about how I can't afford To buy a house the way my father did When he was my age, he was having kids Oh, what the f*** am I doing? I hate the way I looked But I went out anyway And I met you at the bar And you held me in your arms And you said, baby, don't look so worried Don't be Place out 
Arizona. We've got a few more songs before uh, we chat with Betty Grissoni and also Abby Lee of Neo Coaching, uh, of Neo Transformation Coaching, which is a platform. And uh, because it's Pride Month, uh, there'll also be uh, some interesting uh, LGBTQI initiatives as well. So we'll be hearing more uh, from Betty and Abby uh, just after the 11 o'clock news. This is Marina and the Diamonds with Oh No. Change. 
I know is real, real. 